Hello and welcome to the Goddess Channel in Her Power. This is a podcast for soulpreneurs and those aspiring to live life in alignment with purpose, passion, and prosperity. I am your host, Tammy Absana, and this is season one of the Goddess Channel in Her Power. I'm so excited today to invite Christine Renee on. She is a Reiki teacher and coach, shamanic practitioner, and Reiki business consultant living in Bozeman, Montana. By finding healing spiritually through the chakras and enhancing her Reiki session through shamanic practices, Christine was able to heal limiting beliefs in her career, relationships, self-worth, and more, which ultimately led to her sharing her knowledge through teaching and coaching entrepreneurs how to do the same. So welcome, Christine. I'm so excited that you're here. Ah, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Awesome. And I, what I want to do today is really talk about, so the topic for this podcast episode is thriving beyond societal norms, which I know is something that Christine, Christine has a lot of experience with and myself included. And we want to really inspire anyone who's listening right now, who is thinking about um, embarking on the entrepreneurial path or journey, or maybe you already are on it, but you're struggling to thrive on it. So we really want to demystify and to show you what's possible in thriving beyond societal norms, because oftentimes we can get caught up in a certain construct based on what we've learned and what's been passed down to us through generations, through culture. And so we really want to demystify that and break you out of that so that you can start thriving in a way that feels aligned for you and feels authentic for you. So I want to pass the mic over to Christine. And Christine, I'd love for you to share a little bit to start off your journey in how you broke through that yourself into thriving beyond societal norms through your own work that you bring to the world and your business. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, when I think about thriving beyond societal norms, I just think about breaking the box. And, you know, we've all kind of been put into culturally, societally, institution-wise, kind of been forced at some point in our lives to kind of fit in and do what everyone else does and and it shrink us down into some cookie cutter wrapped <laughs> image of who we are. And I really feel like it definitely took me some years to kind of break outside the box and then break outside the box again and then break outside the box again. And and so, you know, it really goes back to like I wasn't put in a box as a child. I I didn't have to try to adhere so much to um, be someone who I wasn't as a child. I was really fortunate to be raised in a really open-minded household. My father was doing Reiki when I was a child and um, really planted some seeds in me to, to know that this was a safe and healthy practice, even though he was, um, you know, a very a very uh, typical, um, you know, archetype of an engineer. Like he was uh, that engineer, um, nose to the grindstone, never um, <laughs> a workaholic, those type of things. But he was still showing me that you didn't have to fit the mold. He himself was an entrepreneur. So I was given some really good um, tools and like the way I was raised, it just allowed me to know that like it, it's, 
it's okay to be outside the box and do something different, not work your typical nine to five. And when I became an adult and I, I have learned Reiki at a birth center when I was studying to be a midwife, um, you know, it was really my first husband. Um, I was married young. I was married at age 22, had my first baby at 24, and it was really a difficult relationship. It was very emotionally abusive. It was um, a lot of shame and ridicule for who I was and what I was doing, because at that point I was already Reiki master. And if I had practiced Reiki, or if I spoke of spirituality, I really was kind of shoved into the spiritual closet, if you will. Um, I was just so much um, pain in those years of trying to be someone um, to fit the, you know, what a good wife, quote unquote, is supposed to look like and um, not meeting expectations because the expectations were completely unrealistic. And um, I finally had enough confidence and courage to leave that relationship. And part of it was like, I want to honor who I am. Mm-hmm. And I need to honor my healing path. And I want Reiki to be a part of my life. And if I can't have Reiki, this isn't, this isn't worth it. And I didn't want my son growing up thinking that this is how you speak to women. And so that's really where um, I had to play this game in the world of like, okay, I need to fit into societal norms to get a job, to support my child, to to, um, you know, pay for daycare and food on the table and all the things. And then there was a point in my life that, you know, I was really struggling even after I remarried to a wonderful man, I was, you know, felt super supported in my relationship, but I was still having a lot of money limiting beliefs. I was still having this fear that if I put myself out professionally, I would be, uh, I would be ridiculed or I'd be looked down upon, or I wouldn't fit in. And I think so much of it was actually like PTSD from my first marriage. Right. And so what did I, I ended up getting diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. I, um, got pretty in my dark night of the soul of, I can't do this. I can't live like this. And my answer was, I need to quit everything. I need to stop doing everything that I'm doing. And I really hit my rock bottom, which meant for me surrendering custody to my ex-husband. It meant that I quit my job and um, on the spot, which I'd never done before. And I promised myself that I would only be doing Reiki or meditation. And if it wasn't that, then I wasn't serving my higher purpose. And my life began to change. One, because I needed to surrender all the things that I was attached to, including my son. Like I had been in mama bear mode for most of his life, trying to protect him. And I just needed to give, I needed to give up for a short time so I could heal myself and focus on myself healing. Because if I'm not healed, then I can't help anyone else. I can't overflow in abundance to others. And I was on empty, like beyond empty. <laughs> so um, just making that self-commitment to come back to my self-healing practice, I was breaking the box. I was breaking the societal norm. I wasn't going to hold it together and put a mask on any longer. I needed to be me. 
And so from that point, started starting with my daily self-care routines and practices, Reiki, meditation, whatever felt good to me in that moment to really start my healing journey. I it wasn't too long after that I really started getting curious about chakras and what how they affected your emotional and physical health and the connection between the two. Mm-hmm. And so I started studying and I started doing healing practices specifically for the chakras. And from there, I was starting to get divine inspiration to come in and asking me to take next steps and do certain activities and putting myself out there in certain ways. And I'm, and once again, with my commitment to the practice, I knew that I was on the right path. And so one of the things that my guides were really showing me was to do shamanic guided meditations for groups for the chakras. And as each week I went through a new, to a new chakra, I was deep diving in the material. I was learning and practicing and, and then being able to share with others. And in that practice of showing up from both myself and my very small growing community. I mean, at the time, Bozeman was only 35,000 people. Reiki wasn't really known here yet. And this was about probably seven, eight years ago. And I was able to step into that space and people started asking me for sessions. And, and so one, this reflected to me that you don't need to be a hundred percent, hundred percent perfectly healed to, to step into a healing space, to hold sacred space for others, to let them do their healing work. Like it's okay to be on a healing journey as long as we have like emotional and energetic boundaries with our clients. So I was stepping into that space and constantly showing up, being led by divine and taking those next action steps that were, I felt very guided. And this is when, you know, I went from, all right, I've abandoned all of my, (laughs) all of my, I have to be this to, all right, what else? What's next? What's next? What's next? And just letting spirit lead me. And so I went from doing these guided meditations to upselling to sessions and needing a space and getting a space and and, um, having a room at a yoga studio and just starting and not having really high expectations Just saying, okay, I'm going to be here. This is part of my healing journey. And I need to make enough money to cover rent and cover my childcare for my kids. And I did that for really well. Like it was, it was fine. Like I, people really were having shifts and, and blooming and people wanted more. People always wanted the next thing. Was it a vision board class? Was it, it was always, there was always something else that divine was leading me towards and trusting into that. And that is how I started. That's how I started my business. And it eventually became a very thriving business. And I'm all for that slow and steady growth, mm-hmm. not the let's throw it all in and and then burn out in a year. I mean, I, I do yeah. now have an autoimmune, like I need to go slow and steady and it's, it's worked for me, which once again, goes, goes concurrent to what society tells us to do. Oh my goodness. So powerful. What an amazing journey. Thank you for sharing. You shared so many different, um, you know, powerful moments on your journey. And it just really demonstrates how you listened to that inner guidance and 
spirit, you know, guiding you and trusting and surrendering. And I feel that is one of the things that a lot of women can feel challenged around is breaking out of that box and into the unknown and trusting that the next step will reveal itself and reveal itself. I'm such a fan of the chakras as well. And I include that in the work that I do. And it, to me, it's so powerful because the chakras, when you work with the, the energy centers within that you unlock truth and the truth shall set you free. And so I, I think sometimes it's very underestimated in the entrepreneurial world, working with the chakras. And so I love that this is the work that you do and that you stayed so true to it. And I love that, that your father, that you, you had a model early on, even though you sort of uh, deviated from it just short, you know, for a short time uh, when you became a young mother and a wife and you tried that out and you realized this is not me and this is not healthy for me or for my child. And I also love um, what you shared. This is really important, especially for those who are listening, how Christine took time to to heal herself. It's like doing a cha-cha. It's like sometimes we have to take a step back to move forward. And she made a really important and powerful decision. And allowed for her son to be with his father while she took time to heal herself. And I think that a lot of women can feel a lot of guilt and shame around making a choice like that. And it's such an empowering choice to make because now look at, look at you, you know, you listened and you honored your truth and you did the the things that seem scary probably and hard. And, and, and that only goes to show that we can do hard things as women, we can do hard things. Uh, So that, we are able to step into, you know, a life that we're not just surviving anymore, but we're thriving. And like you said, Christine, you know, it's slow and steady wins the race. I agree with that so much. Sometimes we feel like we're running out of time or we have to get there so fast and, but slow and steady is so powerful. And I, I myself have experienced burnout. And so I have been healing my nervous system through that process from my previous business. And, and I'm, I've made a vow to myself that I will be building the business I have now differently with the knowledge and the experience that I have now with healing my nervous system and working with the nervous system. So uh, it's so important for, for us to listen to the inner call, listen to our truth and honor that and really work through the fears and whatever might be coming up that says, I can't do that because I've got this bill to pay and I've got that thing to do. It's an illusion on a lot of levels. And, uh, and I think Christine is a perfect um, example, a model of that. You can break out of the box and you can thrive beyond societal norms and you can answer the call and you can listen to your heart and you can listen to your soul and you can follow you know, what it is that you deeply are desiring to experience as, as reality, as, as a way of life for you. So I wanted to ask you, Christine, real quickly, um, because I know that you have, uh, I do want to also, you know, just mention that Christine has um, a university. It's a, it's a, it's an online school where she mentors Reiki practitioners and spiritual entrepreneurs from all around the world. It's called Reiki cafeuniversity.com. And she does have a special gift 
offer for you today on the call. So at the end, I'll, I'll mention that. But before we dive into that, I'd love, Christine, if you could just talk a little bit about the chakras um, and the power of the chakras. Uh, that would be amazing for our listeners. For those who might be familiar with chakras or those who might not be, um, I'm sure that you will receive some potency from uh, what Christine shares about the chakras. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm going to do it real brief because I have, um, I can, I can spend hours and hours and hours on this topic. And so here's, here's your bite size. Yes. <laughs> here's your bite size. So, um, I, I love focusing on root and moving up to crown because this is where the Kundalini energy wants to rise. Mm-hmm. And so often in our, Christian judo society, we really want to focus on those top two, three chakras. And I challenge practitioners to really hone in on the first three. And so the first three are your root chakra, your sacral chakra, your solar plexus. And the reason is for this, your root chakra is your foundation. It is this place in your life where you find stability, safety, and like um, it's all about like having all of your physical and survival needs met, including if you have any money limiting, limiting beliefs, they're going to live here. And so root chakra is really important because it gives you that foundation to do the rest of the work. And so we need to have a solid foundation. We need a, a solid and healthy and flowing root chakra. And then we move up into sacral chakra, which is at your navel, just below your navel. And this is our space of creativity, of sexuality and sensuality. It's a feeling place. It's the space of, I can manifest and I can co-create with divine and I can be joyful. My inner child is playful here. Mm. And so this is really important work to tap into that playful, sensual, feeling, touching, side of ourselves so that we, it, it just broadens who we are. We need that. We need this. This is important. And, and in, typically in society, it's like, don't be childlike. <laughs> like, we hear right. this all the time, like, you know, nose to the grindstone, just do it. And that is not sacral chakra work. It's playful. It's moving. It's flowing like water and it can be very healing space to be in. And then we come up to our solar plexus and solar plexus is all about understanding who you are and who you are not and releasing everything who you are not letting it go, letting it um, burn because the solar plexus resonates with the element of fire. And it's a really important place to self-discovery, your self-worth, your self-respect, your self-love. How can you radically self-love? That's the space of solar plexus. So once you have that, you have the passion, the motivation, and the freedom to to be who you are. So the first three chakras are all very introspective. They're all about you. It's not until we move into the heart chakra that we expand into living life in community and with others. And so the heart chakra space is about receiving and giving love, receiving support, giving support, and really living life. It's arms wide open to experiencing life, having communion with life and all aspects of life. And so that's the heart space. 
I move into the throat chakra and the throat chakra is all about communication, both listening. I'm like, there's two ears and one mouth for a reason. Like the listening is a big part of throat chakra. And so often our society is about, you know, talking over people and getting your point made and pushing through. And I want to invite our listeners here to really actually slow down and give space for the individual that you're communicating with to really say everything that they need to say, to Mm -hmm. really slow down and listen fully, listen with your heart rather than with your mind that just wants to have a reaction and an answer. What are, what are they trying to communicate here? So there's throat. And then we move into third eye. Third eye is all about perception and also this very beautiful space of commanding what you want to see in your future. So it has a lot of power to hold visions of what the future can hold for you, um, how to communicate with your six senses, with your intuition, your, your spiritual gifts and your, and your spirit guides, they can all be in this space, but it all, it really comes down to perception. How are you perceiving life? Are you perceiving it in black and white? Are you perceiving the rainbow and all the spectrums of light that's available to us? So how are we seeing and perceiving life? And then we have crown chakra, which is our divine connection with the universe and knowing that we are all one and that we are all light energy beings. And in that space, when we reflect on others, seeing them in their divine light. Mm-hmm. And crown chakra really invites you to look at the bigger purpose. So this is where soul agreements come into play and soul families and what lessons am I learning this lifetime, the bigger picture ideas. And so all of these can help you lean into how am I just conforming to society and what is my divine purpose? Do I know, like I know, like I know that I am standing in my authentic truth and in my divine purpose here on earth. And when we can come into that alignment and allow our chakras to flow openly and not um, hinder ourselves and hold ourselves back, then we can fully co-create with divine. And you don't have to do what I did, which is like hitting your rock bottom. (laughs) I want to make that known. Like you don't have to hit your rock bottom and get to this place of I'm either going to die or I'm going to do this thing. Like, let's not, let's not get there. Let's choose today and make an every day, a step towards making the next right choice to be in alignment versus um, maybe I'll do a little bit of that. If I'm not too scared, like throw fear to the winds (laughs) and, and step into who you truly are and why you're truly here on in this earth suit on this blue spinning planet at this time. Mm, Amazing. I love how you broke that all down in beautiful bite-sized fashion. (laughs) That's amazing. And uh, yes, for those who are listening, uh, so worth exploring the chakra system. And even if you are familiar with it, are you really working with the chakras on a regular basis and really tuning in? So this is your invitation. And I also want to um, remind you, if you want to connect with Christine more, you can find her at the Reiki. It's not the, it's just Reiki Cafe University.com. That is her online school where she mentors Reiki practitioners and spiritual entrepreneurs. And today she has been so gracious to offer 15% off 
her uh, course. It's a beginner's guide to gain Reiki clients. So if you're already a Reiki practitioner and you're really wanting to bring in more clients and serve, uh, this is a great, great uh, course to take. And all you have to do is use coupon code dive in. So it's all uppercase D-I-V-E-I-N dive in and you will unlock 15% off of that course today. And I just want to thank you so much, Christine, for coming on to the Goddess Channel podcast and for sharing your journey and your wisdom and for the work that you are here doing in the world and how you're supporting uh, women on their entrepreneurial path. So thank you so much for being here. And if you want to say any, any last closing statement, uh, feel free now to share with our listeners and then we will, we will wrap it up. And I'm so excited for those of you to, um, who are listening and are feeling um, compelled to reach out to Christine to connect with her and for your journey, whatever that looks like and, um, and however that unfolds in receiving her support. Uh, I know it will be magical. Beautiful. Thank you so much for having me on. I really do believe that with awareness comes healing. And so all of our courses at Reiki Cafe University really has that flavor to really invite you into self-awareness. And for the beginner's guide to gain new Reiki clients, really it's for any spiritual entrepreneur who are, is looking for that root chakra processes and systems. And how do I get started? How do I, I take some of the first steps to building a practice? And I really, um, in my own journey, my own exploration, um, found a lot of success both in person and online. And so I'm coming from a place of like, I've done this and you can do it too. And I want to help support you learning the steps on how to get there. Because I do believe that if you are in alignment and you're living your truth, it's going to come and the teachers will present themselves when the student is ready. And so noticing like I personally didn't have any business background at all when I started and I did invest in myself and in my healing and in learning business techniques and now have a six-figure company. And I believe we need more. We need more spiritual entrepreneurs who are successful, who are doing their good work, who are shining their light. And so if I can be part of that journey and that path, I invite you into the Reiki Cafe University. Um, we support uh, so many beautiful individuals on their path, and we would love to support you as well. So thank you once again for inviting me onto the podcast and um, really lovely to share with your audience. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you uh, to our listeners for hanging in and listening and being here with us today. We're so grateful um, to all be together and have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Goddess Channel podcast in her power. If you enjoyed listening, please do like, subscribe, and share. This helps me get the word out there, and I appreciate it so much. If you are desiring deeper support on your path of soulpreneurship or living in soul alignment, visit my site at www.tammyofsana.com. That is T-A-M-M-Y-O-V-S-A-N-N-A.com, where you'll find support and resources along your journey and soul purpose path. Bye for now.